About 10 or 15 years ago, do you recall the phenomenon that really took hold for a while? The first one that seemed to really catch folks' attention, or at least to my knowledge, took place in a Macy's in Philadelphia in 2003. From there, you found him in Kansas City, Missouri, Tucson, Arizona, Seattle, Washington, Cleveland, Ohio, Ludington, Michigan, Park City, Utah, plenty more. Do you know what I'm referring to? I think I heard it. Flash mobs. In particular, flash mobs singing the Alleluia chorus. The premise is always the same, right? Unassuming shoppers walking along, pedestrians walking through the train or a bus station, store clerks stocking shelves, people doing their everyday activities. And then very suddenly a voice or maybe several voices quite abruptly and powerfully cut through the air. Alleluia. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, the angel who comes before shepherds in Luke chapter 2 in our reading, and then the rest of the angels, the multitude who then joins that, that angel, they make it clear in some ways that flash mob concept has ancient origins. The shepherds were out in the fields doing what shepherds do. It's hard work. It's behind-the-scenes work. Given that, that sheep, both living and dead, uh, were central to the ancient economy, you could say that while the shepherds were not visible, they were most definitely on the front lines of that economy's supply chain. And unto these essential workers who were doing what they always do, the glory of the Lord shone around them, and the angel's voice cuts through the air. Do not be afraid. You know, one of my favorite things about watching the footage of those flash mobs, and maybe you've seen this if you've watched them online, those first few seconds after someone bursts forward with, Alleluia, Alleluia, you can watch how people react. A lot of people are, are flat out startled, scared, but there was at least one, one flash mob that had a really good recording done in the food court, and all the people are kind of trying to play it cool, like no big deal, a bunch of hallelujahs raising up around me. But like within five, ten seconds, three quarters of them had all taken a sip of their cup, right? That unconscious thing we do to, to, to kind of keep it together, but, but really inside we're like, what is going on? The shepherds, the shepherds we read are terrified, deeply unsettled from, from the norm, what's going on. And, and so the first words are, are, do not fear for I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. The, this is King of Kings, Lord of Lords news. There is one bigger, greater than, than, than all the emperors, all the sovereigns, all the leaders. And goodness, if the emperor who is who the emperor is, what with all the emperor's military and money and might, who is this one who's even greater? What kind of resources, what kind of power, what, what is this one about? This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in an animal feeding trough. And this is the great scandal of Christmas, right? Ours is a God who comes among us not as a grown, strong-armed adult full of influence and power and sway, but a vulnerable child humbly bound in an animal feeding trough. And the angels get it. 
The, the heavenly flash mob basically goes all out triple forte. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. They get it. Honestly, so too do the shepherds. Upon hearing this news, we read in the very next verse that the shepherds immediately go and see this child for themselves. The promise cuts into the ordinary and puts them now into a new motion. The angels get it. The shepherds get it. A couple dozen children and youth from this congregation and another dozen or so adults from this congregation went from this building over to the Georgetown Square and our associate music director, Susan Eisenhower, led us in the singing of Christmas carols. A few carols on each corner of the Georgetown Square. And as we're arriving to that first corner, the, the corner that's across the street from uh, Gumbo's, the restaurant, uh, the kids are all naturally gravitating to the big Christmas tree that has been set up on that particular side of the square. Maybe you've, you've seen it. But about 15 feet in front of that particular Christmas tree is a bench, and on that bench is a couple. And they're having a lovely time talking to each other, focused on one another, but then suddenly becoming aware of little people coming around them quite closely. Actually, it ended up that our whole choir of, of children and adults basically lined up a few feet behind their bench, and so they were going to get front row seats for Christmas carols, like it or not. <laughs> Joy to the world. Well, they loved it. Uh, the woman, even she on the bench, she took her camera out, and she starts filming us. Others who were kind of scurrying around the square, they stopped, and they started to watch, and some of them filmed as well. We, we may be a flash mob on YouTube at this point. I haven't checked. But I will say, standing there and seeing these reactions, I thought of those YouTube flash mobs, the Alleluia Chorus ones. Because after that initial shock, inevitably you would see all these people move into smiles from the space of surprise. And also, if you've seen these videos, there's a good amount of Wiping some tears away as the music keeps going. Moments ago, everyone in this scene is just trying to find a deal. Trying to make the bus. Trying to restock the shelf again. Trying to corral the kids again. Trying to do the next normal thing that we normally always are doing. And, but moments later, something has pressed beyond every single layer. All the way into the core of one's being. And seeing the people on the videos smiling and tearful. And then seeing this couple on the bench sort of focused and back and forth and suddenly animated with a smile. And seeing as well all the people on the square who were kind of walking wrong and then slowing and staring and smiling and some even singing as we sang of love's arrival. It made me mindful that I think all of us have actually a deep longing to be interrupted. I mean, we may, may not think of it that way. That may at first sound actually like an awful idea given how much we have to do, how much there still is going on with whatever it is in front of us. But my sense is that actually underneath all of the busyness and deadlines or the anxiety or the heartache or the resigned cynicism that 
tells us it just is what it is. Or maybe just amid all the everyday things that so readily consume our hours and then our days and then our years. I do think we long to be startled, jolted awake by the singular presence and hope and power of love himself. And when you think about it, isn't that Jesus' entire ministry among shepherds in the field, they're startled unto a new awareness of love's vulnerable nearness. Uh, Eventually, as Jesus grows up, he goes out to fishermen who are just doing their normal fisherman thing. Follow me, I'll make you fishers of people, people who will change lives forever as you step in my way of love, my way of truth. Or to the woman who's surrounded by religious leaders who are going to stone her for adultery. He who is without sin cast the first stone. To those crucifying him, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Even death itself is caught off guard when love three days later rolls the tomb away. Startling this weary world in all of our deepest assumptions about how the world goes and how things end, that really is the story of Jesus time and again. Do not our hearts long to be interrupted by this presence? Does not this world ache to be interrupted by love? And maybe that's why we're here tonight. We may not have thought thought of it that way, but... But this is an interruption. Goodness gracious, this is a Friday night. When are we in church on a Friday night? Here we are. And there's all this singing of love's arrival going on. And you know the song put the shepherds into a new motion, right? The flash mob, it it, it moved people from shock to smile to tears to to some swaying and, and, and some singing, even themselves. Amid this interruption, I do wonder how we ourselves are being drawn afresh into the drama, put in motion, called by love in a certain way, a certain direction. For who knows, it may be love coursing through you this night or tomorrow or this week, that startles yet another. And so from Taylor to to Austin to Round Rock to Liberty Hill, Georgetown to Gerald, and to the ends of the earth, God's own flash mob of sorts, bringing good news of great joy for all of the people. Amen.